Hello guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com. I hope you are all staying healthy, keeping well, and trying to keep positive in these strange and uncertain times. Unless, of course, you're listening to this in the future, where these strange and uncertain times are probably no longer happening and everything's good. So if you're in, you know, 2023 or whatever, you're like, what's he on about? Well, there's the whole coronavirus pandemic thing going on. Um, specifically COVID-19, just on the off chance in case there's more, that would be terrible. Uh, you know, we're all self-isolating and listening to music and, and I, do you know what, the vibes are pretty positive and pretty good and everyone's doing pretty well so far, but obviously, um, you know, it's, it's an uncertain time. So, Dr. Bones and I have put together an amazing, cool, fun, exciting random slightly sidetracked show, uh, even if I say so myself. It's been really good. Part one starts with a live interview with our good friends at Dandelion Charm, who are absolutely top quality. Uh, they are just really, really good fun. We had a good laugh. Uh, and then we go into a whole host of brand new, amazing tunes. And we really dart around. We've got some synth wave and we've got some punk and we've got some uh, really cool punk poetry really from goals uh, mixed in there and there's some rock and roll and some bluesy stuff and some proper good tunes so you're gonna love this part two is on its way as well uh, we're having a fantastic time um and yeah thank you all so much for for joining in listening to the show thank you for all your kind uh, messages and likes and retweets and everything like that every week really appreciate it uh, if you are listening to this in real time obviously this is a great opportunity to chill out listen to new bands and you know just keep yourself company really really while you're at home on your own or with the family or whatever so uh, do share do share your experiences do tell us uh, if you want us to talk about anything or not talk about anything or play something or not play something and we'll do our best to accommodate and uh, like i said at the beginning stay safe stay healthy cheers guys problems it's human nature to hate problems But why is that? after all problems inspire us to mend things bend things make things better That's why so many people work with IBM on everything, from city traffic to ocean plastic, new schools to new energy, flight delays to food safety. Smart loves problems. IBM. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash smart slash UK to learn more. Wait a minute, this sounds like rock and or roll. I just looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show.
right on and welcome to new music saturday hashtag nms with myself dr bones of Dr. rock and the guitarist everybody wish they were mike five what's happening mike good evening brother yeah i'm good i'm really good i've um i've been social distancing this week which is exciting i've basically been doing what i do most of the time only <laughs> formally <laughs> so that's been quite well, good I, um and i other than that, all is good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. I'm just hoping uh, those uh, technical gremlins last week keep their social distancing because if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to like not mention them and, and not jinx the show, but now yep. that it's out there. Oh, yeah. no, we're good. We're good. So uh, tonight we have uh, another musical guest and this one we've been waiting to do for a while. Please welcome Dandelion Charm. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi, Dr. Jones. Hi, Mike. All right. Hello. Very well. How about yourselves? <laughs> yeah, well, good. Thank you. It's funny, actually, because um, John's been doing, in fact, the same as he normally does, which is to spend most of the time in the studio. Yeah, apparently so, that's social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really good at it. <laughs> it's nice that creative people now have a term they can use for their social lives. Yeah, right, eh? And, you know, it was funny, too, because... Uh, Kim was saying the same thing because we're, we're, we're pretty, for the most part, we're pretty much hermits unless we got a show or a gig to go to, right? So, or that, 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 and walking our dogs, right? <laughs> I wonder so, how many albums are going to be called Social Distancing. Yeah, you know? right, eh? Or, or band or band name or something. Yeah, for sure. There, I did read a thing that said um, all, all kind of bedroom labels should expect to receive a lot of kind of mournful indie pop albums that people have recorded while they're self-isolating over the next few months. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, you thought the, 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 the initial grunge era was depressing? Just wait. <laughs> right. so, I, mean, I said was... that to my wife first. Like, I'm definitely going to record an album while we're doing this. She was like, you're going to mow the lawn, mate. I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I was meant to mow your lawn today. God, I completely forgot. <laughs> There's always tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we have fun on this show. We talk about mowing the lawn sometimes, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I brought the conversation down a bit too early, though. We haven't talked about any music you know, so far. We're already off on a tangent. <laughs> you know what? It's funny that you, that you mentioned that just because uh, today I was at work for just a couple hours and. I was outside. Uh, I was outside on smoke with uh, uh, two uh, friends who work for uh, Canadian Airlines, and one was saying, "Well, goes there. Well, my kid's spring break is almost over, and one's ready for high school, but there's no more school in September." And she goes, "Like I'm, I'm having hard enough trouble keeping entertained now as it is because I can't even think of what I'm going to do." But, but uh, she was, uh, she was trying to think of an idea, and the other one is a little bit older. Her kids are teens and that sort of thing, and she goes, "Just give them a rake in a bag, make them rake the lawn, you know." <laughs> <laughs> so, Brilliant. just just blunt it's like there he goes and, and there you have it you know so okay so let's get back to the music because i i can't even think of a simpsons to tie this into so so at this, at this point so let's get back to the music uh first off uh the new album maybe dreamers uh guys that that's a masterpiece in itself i mean all the songs have been so good we've been enjoying playing them week by week and just reviewing them and just and re-listening to some of them too because we've been playing a few over again and just it is, and it's nice because just a lot of stuff, you hear something new each time. So uh, I guess the first question would be, uh, what was the, what was, was there a conceptual idea for the album, or did it kind of just slowly kind of put itself together? The, the latter, really. There wasn't a, a, a conceptual idea, but it, we just suddenly realized that we were 
whinging about the same thing a lot. So if you call that a concept, I suppose it kind of is, but it wasn't intentional. It wasn't, but but like John said, it did end up being a bit of a commentary on new technology and our attitudes towards it, our, our relationship with it, really. Or as in, Once. you know, everyone's, <laughs> in our opinion. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Speaking for everyone through your own lens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to say something, otherwise, no one would say anything. So. Hey, Mike. Yeah. That's not a problem we have here, though. But no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've heard the show, right? We don't have that problem either. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, no, that's a really nice thing to say about our record. Thank you. Well, I like I liked it from the start, and once he sent over, I, this is great because Mike and I were were talking about it uh, for a while, and of course we mentioned on air a few times that we had to have him on for an interview, and it took a long time, but we're here and we're we're here now doing it, and this is great, and uh, it just there there I have so many questions, and I'm not sure which direction I'm going to go in because <laughs> usually I can think, I can think a couple steps ahead, but uh, um, Mike. <laughs> Well, do you know what? My first question was going to be to you, just because. Um, so first of all, I'm with I'm with Bonesy in that, and, and we've said lots of times on air and and to your face, I think I've said as well. Um, I absolutely love this album. I think it's phenomenal. Um, my question was actually going to be just because it's vaguely related to the world we live in right now in this moment. Uh, you have a track called "Isolate Resolve," and. Uh, <laughs> there's lots of people uh, becoming more and more familiar with the word isolate and isolation in today's world. So maybe I was just going to say, just because it was, um, it's one of the longer ones. It's one of the, it's got a great build up and it's a bit proggy, which all of your stuff is and everything. But um, I was going to ask you specifically if uh, that was any sort of um, prediction of the future <laughs> or if it was completely irrelevant and just happened to use a word in the dictionary that we're now all using more frequently. Um, but maybe I was going to start with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I am a prophet. Um, <laughs> that was the word I was looking for, a prophecy. Yeah. Right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, not at all. I mean, that that's actually as close as we ever have got to a love song. Um, it's not really about uh, hiding away because uh, you might have a virus. It's more to do with <laughs> just, you know, feeling a connection with someone despite all odds and sticking with them no matter what. And it's kind of you two against the world. God, I feel really drippy saying that. But yeah, you know what I mean. It's about me. (laughs) (laughs) And you totally know it. (laughs) Didn't mow the lawn, but anyway. (laughs) Cool. I mean, so that's that's an unusual place to start then i suppose based on that because like you say a lot of your songs i think in i've i'm sure we've probably had this conversation before um but obviously not on the, you know not in front of so many people but in that uh, you're you know a lot of a lot of people for time immemorial have written songs about love and you know falling in love and you know, doing things about being in love and all the rest of it. Um, but you guys don't really, which is quite refreshing. And, and I, I think we've had the conversation before because my own band doesn't really. Um, 
know, apart from maybe occasional allusions to things, but um, but it's quite interesting. So it, you've got, I feel like you guys have got a lot to say uh, on a lot of topics. Do you find it easy to write songs or do you find it difficult to narrow down the focus to what you want to talk about at the time? Um, I, I, it's funny, I get, with lyrics, there's probably, I'm, I don't feel like a natural lyricist, but every now and again I get like a, a spark where I just like get verbal diarrhea and I can't get it down quick enough. But that sounded really bad. Um, (laughs) 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 The odd sort of rant. Yeah, it's a rant really. And and a lot of his best lyrics have developed from from rants actually. Yeah, that's fair enough. Mm. Yeah, whereas you're a lot more poetic, I think. We, we do like a bit of metaphor. Yeah. We like a bit of metaphor, for sure, don't we? Yeah, you're more Joni Mitchell, I think, and I'm just a whinging old bloke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the title of this episode when I put it on the podcast, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking for a good quote, that's that one nailed. Um, <laughs> so do you, do you co-write lyrics, or is it... I sort of feel like not wanting to preempt the answer, but it, it feels like you're saying that you both write lyrics separately. And is uh, that a thing or how does it work? There's no set way in the way that we write or we approach this. I mean, song like Birdcage, we both wrote lyrics for that. Um, Birdcage is the first song of our first album. And, yeah. you know, that, that, that took a long time to put together and it's, it's, um, you know, we all, we both, all, <laughs> we all, <laughs> we all, both, uh, all of us. Personality. <laughs> well, well, we yeah. us is doing this. <laughs> we both write various bits, you know, music, lyrics, whatever. Um, and that's my favourite when we really collaborate like that. But sometimes Claire will just come home and go, oh, I've got this. And she'll just sing me something and, it'll, you know, tune lyrics, everything. And, and, I just have to kind of deal with it. Sometimes it's just fragments of what it is. Um, so yeah, there's no set pattern really. Thing is, it, it I would maybe have a melody line and and a story. You know, my, uh, the songs that I write are about people. They're about people that I've met or that have known or things that I've witnessed. You know, and. Um, and John's such an amazing musician. He can take any sort of weird combination of things and sort of turn them into an incredible um, piece of music. We do work on um, arrangements together a lot, don't we? We do. Yeah. There's a lot of backwards and forwards, you know. But you know, uh, and of course, John makes does the plays all the instruments, makes all the recording. So he's he's you know he's, he's amazing. Oh, but we play tennis a lot, so we record things on phones and then, you know, right. walk around with things on and, the phone. And another really important thing is, if it's not good enough, it's out. Yeah. So you have to be really, really careful not to get too attached to anything, you know, emotionally attached to, this is my idea and I love it and I've written this thing, I love this melody line, it's going to go here or whatever. You know, if it, if it doesn't serve the song, it's gone. And that's that, isn't it? So that's a really interesting. So when you bin something, mm. 
the context of this question is I've just recently started revisiting something that I've been ages ago and now I really like it because I've changed it a bit so when you bin something is it binned is it done which is what I used to do uh or is it you bin it but it's just been for that but maybe you come back to it or maybe there's still something you like and you bring it back which is what I've just recently discovered as a thing um wh what do you guys do yeah to totally the same um We'll bin something because it's not working, and then put it not to say that it won't work in another context, or you change it slightly, or you, you know, put it on its head. There's, there's, you know, they're all ideas, and it, you've just got to serve serve the song. If it's not serving the song; it's it's on the shelf. Sometimes it stays on the shelf forever, but sometimes they get reused. So it's a shelf rather than a dustbin. Yes, I like that. A shelf, not a dustbin. Yeah, absolutely right. It's poetry. Is a song coming out of this already? <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, Bonesy? I was going to say, why don't we uh, take a quick break here and listen to one of the songs off their new album, Maybe Dreamers. This is Dandelion Charm and Stephanie Diggs.
Right on. That was Dandelion Charm and Stephanie. Uh, uh, great tune. And like uh, Mike and I were just talking this right before, actually right after we started the song. And this kind of this is kind of how we wanted to start the show with, with this song specifically. And this melody uh, and and this one in particular, not that that the vocals aren't great in general, but uh, Claire, this one in particular, uh, man, I, I I feel you really kind of. Uh, show or like have the listeners like really hear what you can do uh vocally because uh, your your harmonies in this are just i uh, just wow i was very impressed with this one really really like this one it's probably one of my favorites but like, nicely done and and john your your orchestration of this song bang on man bang on like this is this is a, a, very, a very like that's why i said i like when i said masterpiece i was not kidding i was i was fully serious that this is one hell of an effing album let me tell you Wow! Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Doctor Bones. I mean, we um, we actually struggled with this a little bit in the recording. Um, the reason being that when John was putting down the drums, we we he he couldn't settle for the drum part, and he how many times should he record it? Oh, three four, or four, three or four completely times. different drum ideas and. We um, just kept. It's just not good enough. It's just not. It's yeah. just not good enough. It's not giving what we what we want. Yeah. And actually playing it live, it's 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 been quite a struggle for. We've had two drummers play it live, and they've. It's not a very obvious drum pattern, I think. Yeah. So it's, but it, it's, I think it really helps the build of the song. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really funny because each time. I'd, I'd recorded the drums and I'd work the track up and mix it and I'd just go, no, it's just not good enough. So then you go back to the beginning again and redo the drums then replay everything else. Um, but, yeah, we, we, it, it did take a while. Well, I'm glad that to, me, that, that to me is fascinating because I'm now going to go back after the show and listen to the song again for the millionth time and listen specifically to the drums, which... I've never really noticed because I'm a guitarist. <laughs> I'm gonna go, oh yeah, I'm going to hear loads of stuff. I've, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm honestly going to do that, and I know I'm going to hear loads of stuff I never heard. But isn't that always the mark of something great where you don't notice it, but without it, something's wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to sit, isn't it? Yeah. it's got to sit and build up. I think one of the difficult things about playing it live is that. Um, the drum part is very odd, but there's quite a lot of percussion. I play 
of bongos and shakers and tambourine and all kinds of things on there as well as this slightly odd drum part um so it's it's quite and difficult. it really builds doesn't it, it really builds part? yeah and it ends up with this kind of marching thing which mm. you know when i first did it i just played like straight six eight i was thinking sort of all about yeah. eve type stuff but yeah it didn't end up like that in the end no. i'm just trying to imagine all the different i can't imagine it with different drums that's what's so interesting so i'm thinking what did you do did you do like a big you know 180 bpm drum and bass part to it or something <laughs> 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 Double, double bass pedal. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Is there a death metal drum version yeah. of this? De- Danny Lane charmed us Slipknot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would pay so much money to see yeah, that no as well. Kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, originally I did sort of real straight ahead 6-8. And then I did, um, I, I went for the other way and, and did sort of jazz kind of, um, ding, 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 kind of swing. It was much more swung. Yeah, yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that fell off the shelf into the bin, right? <laughs> took a few weeks, unfortunately, but yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. That, 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 that right there, man, just remind me, I'm sorry, really quick, of uh, Robin Hood Man Tights when he, when he asked him to tell him tell the bad news in a good way. <laughs> Robin of Loxy's back. He's gonna kill us all. That, that, that's horrible news. John, your delivery with that, how you touched that that song in the bid was just gold. And that's what I'm sorry, that popped in my head right away. I just had to get that out before I forgot. <laughs> um, so you guys mentioned playing live. Yeah. Um, obviously that's that's not really a thing for most people in the world at the moment um, hopefully yeah. it will be again soon I, I, I caveated this last week I dread to think what people are thinking if they listen to this in 2023 or something like what the hell are they talking about so let's just like do massive hashtag coronavirus this is this is what we're going through right now um, just, to, just to signpost that for people but um, it's, obviously that's not really a thing right now there's, there's a lot going on and you know all the rest of it but I'm, I'm kind of I'm curious to know uh, how that's affected you guys and if you've got any plans and just generally like we were saying in the break it's amazing that you know although it's not a nice feeling it's amazing that globally you know billions of people are actually experiencing the same thing which never really happens so I'm just kind of curious it's a very open question but how are you feeling how are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really depressed in life. Um, we had really, really great things in really lots of um, festivals. Um, uh, we've been invited back to the Cambridge Rock Festival and got the main stage there and um, we're just really, really excited to go back. Again, we were going to be able to do the fringe at Property again, and um, we had some just some lovely gigs lined up, all of which sort of got cancelled one after the other, you know. And on on my news feed, on my social media, friends with so many musicians and stuff, that that's all I was seeing was things that had been cancelled and this and that was just awful, you know. And um, yeah, so I, I have to admit, I did get pretty. Pressed about it. Oh. Uh, 
We did a Facebook Live thing today. We, we've done a, a little mini gig thing from our home, and that was really good fun, wasn't it, John? Just as a duo. Oh, yeah. cool. I've not seen that yet. I've, I've been doing all sorts of stuff. Today. Well, mowing the lawn, as you know. <laughs> 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 That's cool. I definitely. I think it's, I mean, it's fascinating, isn't it? Like, I, I felt exactly the same, you know, but, you know, my timeline and Bainsey's timeline are just basically filled with music and the occasional political rant, but mostly right. music. <laughs> music is politics, right? But um, but yeah, there's, it's just, it was devastating to see. It was like dominoes, just to yeah. see one thing cancelled after another, after another, after another. Um, was was kind of tragic, <laughs> you know, yeah. to say the least. Um, yeah, like what you just... said, because you're absolutely right, Mike, everyone's going through it. We're all in the same boat. There's, there is something kind of comforting about that, I think. Um, you know, realizing that we're all the same, we're all together. I think so. I mean, you know, I saw my neighbour earlier, who I, I rarely see, just because we work different um, shift patterns, and uh, you know, we're, our weekends are always full of stuff normally. But you know, we had this weekend where we didn't really have much planned because we weren't going to see anyone for obvious reasons. You know, I was outside mowing the lawn because it's first day of spring and all that, and it was a nice day, and. Um, He's got a, his little boy must be about one and a half or something, and he sort of popped him over, you know, held him up over the fence, and he said, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> so, as soon as he heard the lawnmower, apparently he started stacking chairs to see me. So he's like, "I had to lift him up." But I said, yeah, first thing I said was, "You know, how you doing? How are you?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, staying healthy." He's like, "That's not a normal response, but that's what everyone's saying now. Just let yeah, everyone exactly, know right? that they're okay." <laughs> it's like the whole, the whole, um, you know, the, the whole, all of just all of our kind of etiquette and everything has changed isn't it around that you know the emails i write for work like hope you're staying healthy and positive and it's just totally different and there is there is there is loads of you know scary and depressing stuff but i think there's also some really positive you know and, and great stuff and i think it's one of those where you know th there is a, a situation where you know actually for the vast majority of people it's not going to turn out that bad but right you know obviously when no one's immune to something you know a very small percentage of people dying is a huge number in the world so we're all trying to look out for each other and everyone else and there's something in that solidarity that's a positive message when people actually do it um but there's yeah it's kind of you know my boy was really upset to be home from school and you think well aren't you happy to be home from school but of course you're not because it's kind of unexpected and you know all the rest of it and it's kind of weird the, the world is weird at the moment but i feel like if there was ever something that could help people it'd be music right yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely yeah yeah and i think you know that it's all about looking for the positives in things which might seem like a bit of an odd thing to say but um you know that's what we try and always do is look for the positives in things and i'm sure there will be some and i think you know there's been some great acts of kindness which you probably wouldn't have seen if this hadn't have happened. Yeah. That's a good place to start. <clears throat> I mean, we, we had a, someone come round today um, who we've never even met, who's a neighbour, just to say, do you need anything? And you think, wow, you know, we've never even met you before. It's a shame it took coronavirus for, for us to meet, but, you know, it was lovely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Isn't that brilliant, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, my neighbor across the street, uh, which I told a couple of stories about, uh, and Mike, Mike, Mike knows all, all about Jimmy. Because uh, oh, yeah. uh, across the street, because uh, for a while there, we had a few, we did we did it called, a little segment called Stories with Jim. So Jim and I would be talking, and he'd and he know. I asked him, I said, do you mind if we record these stories and play them on air? He said, of course, no problem, go ahead. 
and they're always funny and just you, you, you think of how this guy has managed to he's, he was like uh, he's he's like a, a real life, life uh, Tim Allen from Home Improvement you know like oh, okay. that that sort of thing like and it just one of the stories he told me I just I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it and he uh, this is years ago so he was fixing something in his house and he didn't disconnect all the electrical power now keep in mind Jim is maybe five foot high and he's probably maybe 90 pounds so not 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 a very big man whatsoever so whatever happened why he forgot disconnected he forgot disconnect some of the power and he grabbed some cords this tossed him four feet so he flew literally literally flew about four feet and a luck would have it that day he was supposed to go uh to drive to detroit which is about two hours to go to the metro detroit airport to pick his wife up so he says when he like when he came to i'm not sure how long he was out for but when he came to he says, well, no, I was seeing lights. So it'll be like a, 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 a kind of like a, 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 a like, like warp speed in, in Star Wars. That sort of thing with all the lights coming at you pretty fast. And because uh, it started to drive there. It's like, and I said, you still fucking drove? And he's like, well, it goes, I had to pick her up. It's like, oh, my God, Jim. And, and, just, and then he gets about 20 minutes away from where we are and there's a shuttle service where he can pay so he stops there and of course the guy's questioning him if, if he's alright because he probably looks like he's pretty tweaked right he's just still uh, so aftershock from being electrocuted <laughs> so, so 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 he tells the guy he needs to go pick his wife up so the guy went and picked his wife up and they're they're, they're a well known company and uh, so he has the guy had all all the markings of, the, of this company and he had the sign up and so uh, uh, Jim's wife comes up and, and uh, says uh Where's my husband? And he's like, ma'am, well, he's, he's back in London. Why is he there? He's like, ma'am, I'm not sure. But he asked me to come pick you up. Well, where is my husband? Oh, he's in so much trouble. Like, <laughs> so, so, and so I, he and his wife were just out of town in Michigan, unfortunately, uh, because Janet's mother passed away. So they were in Michigan, in the U.S. They're in Michigan from last Saturday till this past Tuesday. So they're self-quarantined, isolating for 14 days to be safe. So, yeah. uh Kim and I went over to see if they needed anything. And the first time I went over, I guess they didn't hear me early in the morning. They went over a little later. So got them a few things. And it was nice because they, they needed it and they, they couldn't leave the house. So I was like, you know what? We're going. We'll get yourself. We'll make sure you're taken care of. And it's 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 it's, it's kind of nice, though, because we picked some stuff up for them today. So I just uh, used this knocker. And I was like, groceries on the porch, Jimmy. He's like, thank you. <laughs> 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 So there, there's, I mean, that's what Kim and I are trying to do to help as well. You know, if they, if they needed, because we knew right away they're self-quarantined. So thankfully, because of technology, like cell phone texting, that sort of thing, if they need anything, they can just let me know and we can pretty much go and get it anytime. Yeah. I feel like I've been doing it all wrong. I've been flogging toilet paper for five pound a sheet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's well out of order, isn't it? Silly me. Can't, can't square square. <laughs> No, I, I obviously have not done that. <laughs> okay, well, let, let's kind of sidetrack back here to the music. I mean, this I mean we this is not necessarily a complete rave, but that's fine. This happens, so. <laughs> uh, well, it's related to the current world, isn't it? Yes. It's how Dandelion oh. Charm is surviving in the current world, so it's completely relevant. Yeah, well, there's, there, I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> I was just trying to make a tenuous link to whatever we were talking about before. Uh, to uh, <laughs> ooh, got through that one. <laughs> No one knows. Yeah, is this thing on? You know, 
but back back to music. Uh, just before we're gonna get to one more song tonight, but uh, before we do that, uh, what is up next for Dandelion Charm? What are you guys currently in the process of doing? Are you are you writing more songs for a potential new EP or album, or are you kind of revisiting stuff, taking a break? What's happening? Well, we are just about to start writing some new stuff. We've got lots of ideas. Um, and it's, I think the way we probably work with this is that we've got lots of little ideas. We need to get a sewing kit out and start stitching things together, really, and then embellishing them and, and fleshing them out a bit. Um, but, but, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, if I'm just praying that I get quarantined soon so that I can, we can write the new album. But, yeah. um, <laughs> This this year was going to be about playing maybe Dreamers Live. That's what yeah. we were gonna, that's what we yeah. planned to do. Right. You know, and um, but things it's change. an opportunity. You know, you mm. have to see you have to see things as an opportunity. And mm. and actually, you know, after after feeling all sorry for myself and everything, we we've actually had a really great day today, haven't we? Fantastic I did day. I did yoga via Zoom with a load of other people this morning and then we did our Facebook live before yeah. this and now we're doing this with you. Yeah. So, you know, that's all. That's a pretty packed day. Yeah, it's a very eventful for sure. It's a load of wood up. Yeah, we bashed some wood up, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> wow. We just did it out of some anger, just for a laugh. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I think a lot of people are going to feel the same in that, you know, the, the, Anyone that's sort of had a, a you know a tour planned or a load of gigs or a uh, you know even even my own band had a, an idea of uh, you know we've had lots of babies and things over the last two years in the bands it's been difficult to do too many gigs they're like right we're going to get a proper schedule this year do it all properly mm-hmm. and I said like, ah oh, no we're not <laughs> but, but it's, I, I think it's the same in that it's it's kind of okay well let's you know what else can we do what else can we get at let's let's flip that and write some more stuff and create some more stuff I think there'll be a lot of um, a lot of people who are obviously very talented and very creative will will come out with some fantastic stuff in this period and that's you know art is always a good measure of how successful a, or you know how a how a period has felt and it's a good sort of historical point for people in the future and things like that so i think there's there's a lot of good that will come out of this uh, odd situation <laughs> we've never faced before going to be a massive influx of new albums around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, do you know what? That was the other thing I read is that there's going to be uh, uh, someone said the, um, uh, the, they'll obviously, you know, lots of people are staying at home with their loved ones. So uh, there's a good chance in nine months time, uh, which is around yeah. Christmas uh, in this particular case, that there'll be a whole load of uh, new generation of children born into yeah. the world. And they're saying, what do we call them? Is it the coronials? Or... <laughs> 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 Yeah. Back and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the level of sophisticated conversation I've been having this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, is there is there anything? I'm conscious of time, but I could talk to you all night. I think. Um, is, is there anything you need the world to know uh, through this platform before we play another song and, and say our goodbyes and things like that? Sure. That you can visit dandelioncharm.com. <laughs> We've got albums for sale on there. Go to Bandcamp and download um, 
you know, um, digital version. Um, yeah, and, and also check know, out the Facebook thing because we're going to be doing this gig, um, this idea of playing a few songs. I think it's going to be a weekly thing. A little mini gig nice. once a week. So yeah. 8 o'clock Saturday night. But also, what I really would like to say, and I think Donna joined me in this, is, is is a bit of a cheesy thing to anybody that's listening and to yourselves, to both of you and our Mrs. Bones, to say <laughs> lots of love, you know. Um, be, wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think lots of love is cheesy. I think wash your hands is, is really sound advice. Yeah, you know, and take care, um, and I hope you're going to be okay. I hope we're all going to get through this. That's basically. Yeah, I I genuinely. Hello, hello, Mike. He's gone. Oh, hello. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> oh, genuinely, he's like, uh, is there a follow-up there or what? <laughs> I, press, I, I, don't, I don't know what I lent on something because I was, you know, striking a thoughtful pose. <laughs> um, I genuinely think everything is going to be okay. Uh, I don't know how long it will take before everything's okay, but I think, and I have no trust in, in any government in the world to make it okay, but I completely trust uh, in human beings. Uh, and although there will be, you know, some sad times for some people and you know, no doubt some good things to come out of it, overall, we're all going to be all right. So that is my genuine feeling. And my wife keeps asking me, she goes, you don't seem that bothered. I'm like, well, I'm working from home. I did that for eight years, so this just feels normal again. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm kind of in my zone because I work quite well under pressure and I've now got this great opportunity once I've made the lawn to, uh, <laughs> to write that bedroom indie pop album that I've always dreamed of. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's going to be fun. <laughs> Say that again, and sorry? Said if you want someone to mix it, um, I might have some spare time. I definitely do. I have no skills in that area. <laughs> so, <laughs> We'll talk about that when I've, when I've written 12 songs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are going to get to uh, 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 one more song for this interview. It's an, obviously it's Danny Lane Charm for uh, Maybe Dreamers, which is, by the way, is awesome. And this is another one of our personal favorites. This one's called Flaker. Dig this.
Right on. That was Dandelion Charm and Flicker from the new album, Maybe Dreamers. And uh, I had to remind Mike a couple times, 10 seconds, 10 seconds. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry. We were, we were a good time off air as well. But uh, there is Flicker. And again, it's another one of our personal favorites. And th- this one, I just, it, it to me, it kind of took a bit of a, a, a different direction. Uh, musically, it's, it's, we'll call it the, the composition seemed a little bit more, uh, um, I'm trying to think of a word. Uh, not necessarily offbeat, but it didn't kind of follow like we'll call it. We'll call it like a, a general kind of verse, chorus, verse for a song. It just kind of went in, in so many different directions. It was like uh, almost like a, a squiggly line. I think is the best way to put it. But it was done so well, and that's what I really enjoyed about the song. Just the fact that it kind of only keeps on your toes because there's a lot of different chord changes, and you know, I just, I yeah, I just really like it. Uh, the whole thing is. Yeah, I just I I'm, I'm almost at a loss for words. I'm not sh- sure quite how to put it into words. I just know it rocks. And I love it in my head, right? So maybe that's one question before we go that we haven't asked is how I ask a lot of bands this because I find it fascinating, but no one knows quite how to answer it. But you meet someone in a pub and they say, "What do you do?" And you go, "I'm in this band called Dandelion Charm." And they go, "All right, what do you sound like?" How do you answer that question? Well, I always say. It's accessible prog. 
and it sounds a bit like um I've completely blank now. Um, <laughs> meets Jethro Tull. And that kind of gives people an idea, or, or Crosby, Stills and Nash meets Yes. And although it, it, <laughs> it's an idea, you know, it's... I think it's, it sounds like Dandelion Charm. Because we've, we've had this conversation so many times, you know, when you need to describe your music. And um, now... You know, writing maybe dreamers, we knew what Dandelion Charm was yeah. because we'd done two releases before then. Right. And you know, now we're writing for what's to come next. And John, John did a little bit of something today. We worked on a little bit of um, harmony for a chorus, mm. didn't we? And he went, "Oh my God, that's so Dandelion Charm." It's <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that one? That's why I always think if a band calls their first album after the band name, they've they've sort of failed because it takes a couple of releases before you really know what you sound like. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's loads of great bands that have done that. And, you know, either it has defined them or they've gone on to write better stuff and not given a shit about the name. But there is something in, you know, maybe your next album should be called Dandelion Charm. I don't know, <laughs> but there's there's something about. Um, because you're right, and that's why it's so hard for people to answer. Like, what do you sound like? We sound like us. But there's a bit where you have to get to sound like you, and you're at that point now where you've got that. And you've released some amazing stuff as well. Um, you know, we're obviously focusing on, on the new album today, but you know, if I look back to, um, I'm so bad at names, but the last EP, which is called Riding Something, Riding the Flood, was it? <laughs> that was that was brilliant. Like. <laughs> ride the that was you guys, wasn't it? Ride the lightning, that was it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I mean, it sounded completely different, much more thrash. Um, no, no, but that was, uh, <laughs> you know, there's, it's, it, and you can see the progression. We always like, we always talk about progression in Absolutely. bands and how it's, it's fascinating. Once you've had the pleasure of following a band for a while, and obviously doing a show like this, we get to follow lots of bands over a long period of time. And um, when you start to see them come into their own it's really exciting um and you guys have always sounded brilliant so and this new stuff is just that next level for us that's why we're so you know that's why we're gushing so much over it because we love it <laughs> <It's> kind of, <laughs> sorry to be crude but it, yeah it's that kind of it's just wow amazing thank you and it, it's funny because you know when i when i started playing music when i was a kid um you know i was into ride the lightning and, and all the other thrash and and that and what I think, thinking back, what everyone used to do is they just used to get in bands with people that like the same music and basically reinterpret the music that they were listening to. So all the same notes, but in a slightly different order. And and I think when you get older, you 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 take on so many different influences that you can start to make something that's a bit newer just by combining all these different elements. I think it's really hard when you're young because you haven't heard much. Um, so maybe that's that's it. It's just maybe yeah. we're just a bit old. I mean, we're also, we're also we've got, although we've got lots of similar tastes, we are fundamentally um, different. Certainly, how when we started listening to music, I mean, I grew up in Bristol and I was friends with um, people that were in the trip hop. Um, yeah. Um, 
achievement. Do you know what I mean? The World Bunch and, and Tricky and people like that. I, I knew them. And that's the kind of music that I was listening to. Well, John was probably at primary school and then went on <laughs> and then went on to, you know, be pure thrash. Didn't you? Yeah, and then I got into Hawkwind and King Crimson and then it all went a bit odd. Um, <laughs> Osric Tentacles. Yeah. Bundergraft. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love Bundergraft Generator. There's that one album that's amazing. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Love Crosby, Steels and Nash and Steely Dan and Joni Mitchell. And, you know, it's all, it all goes in there. Steve Wilson, Opeth. Yeah. Probably anyone else. <laughs> I mean, that really is a great mix. <laughs> we should have started with tell us about your influences because that's <laughs> got in a whole different direction. <laughs> um, really into Harold Budd. Do you know Harold Budd? I've not heard of Harold Budd, no. Oh, Pearl. The Pearl is the, is the, the Pearl. The Pearl. Yeah. yeah, but all his stuff, I mean, we've got loads of his albums and they're absolutely fantastic. So, <laughs> next album might be very ambient, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> right on. Well, we're going to, unfortunately, going to have to wrap things up here. But, guys, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Man, we had a great time, and we definitely will do it again soon. Like I said, the, the album was awesome. And just thank you for making music, and thank you for finally coming on the show. We, we it just It has been a lot of fun. And... I can tell you right now, I think I might put together a best of just from this interview alone with all the funny moments we've had tonight. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank thanks, you guys. so much for playing our music, all the support, all the lovely things you've said. It just makes our hearts warm, doesn't it? It does indeed. It really does. Thank you both so much. You take care. Yeah. You as well. Guys, thank you. Cheers. Good night, guys. Okay, so I think I just hung up on mic, which normally happens because Skype is so much fun that way. So let me give Mike a call back right now. So stand by. Oh, and and there you have it. There he is. Hey, Mike. Hello. Still yeah. Well, Can't be from Skype without crying myself. <laughs> well, I tried, to, I tried to pull up their their profile, and their, the, the profile came out it was like perfect. So I hit end, but in the entire call. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Not what I was looking for, but it happens. But it's all good. So, um, man, uh, we're like I said, we got later on. We got a don't stop mic tonight. We'll still do that in part two. And there's a couple of clips I didn't get a chance to get, but I might still have a chance in between our, our, our part one and part two break very quickly. And just a couple of clips from uh, what about Bob? You know, always walk down the street. I, I'm I'm feeling great. I'm feeling wonderful. You know, or baby steps, <laughs> baby steps. Like I posted those videos up actually uh, on uh, Facebook the other day. Yeah, right. And I just because I mean I know it, I know it's serious, but still, but that, that's that's where my mind went 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 to what about Bob like right away? Yeah, totally, 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 totally. And like you just touched on a really good point, which is there's there's, there's a serious thing going on, but you know, if we don't sort of have a laugh and have fun, we're all going mental, won't we? So yeah, exactly. We it's lined up to be a good fun show, man. It's gonna be great. Yeah, exactly. So let's get back to the music. And next, uh, uh, next, I was gonna say next stop. <laughs> next stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. Okay, so next song <laughs> with a G, not a T. Uh huh. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> is a brand new siren song. Who uh, is Rachel Dunn, 
well, she's a vocalist, but she was uh, formerly the singer of Cascadia Fault Line, and now uh, Marcus Mays uh, is in a new band. We play a couple of songs, and I'm sorry, Marcus, I'm just blanking on the his name right now. I don't know why, but I shouldn't be. But anyways, so this is uh, Rachel Lennon, who is half of uh, Siren's song, and this is their new song, Under Forever Sky, and man, this is a beauty. Dig this.
Right on. Siren Song and Under Forever Sky. That's their brand new single. And uh, Rachel uh, sent us the email through our website for Bandcamp. So, of course, yours truly went ahead and bought it. And uh, <laughs> downloaded it. And that's why we're playing it tonight. So, a really good song. And she's got a great tune, a uh, great voice. And she said, before I think kind of will call it down, she said she'd be hunkering down recording a lot of songs. And that she's very happy that she's not quite going different directions, but she's kind of happy at the progression of what she's been doing. So, and it shows, I mean, it's a great tune and it's, it's such like a, a soft, soft, but powerful, but powerful voice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's got, that's the thing. It's got real depth in it, even though it's quite, you know, it's quite light and soft and everything, but then, you can tell there's a set of lungs behind that and it just pushes through the song really beautifully. Um, it's an absolutely fantastic tune that nice and, uh, nice and ambient and chilled out and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's, yeah, man, like who's not going to enjoy that. That's just so, so good. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is, uh, they were actually part of NMS on tour, a band called Portobello Express. And the song oh, yeah, is called, man. pardon? I said, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sorry. I, I, thought, I, I, thought I, I was thinking it, and then I said it out loud. Sorry. <laughs> My mistake. But, uh, so this, this song is titled, Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. So this is Portobello Express and Sigh, but it's an awesome tune. So do this.
right on Portobello Express and sorry, but man, it was a great tune. I mean, I know I just I kind of say the title of the song that way, but it actually is a really good tune. I uh, love the vocals. Uh, um, I love the uh, uh, just the, the 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 makeup of the song. I guess all I guess the, the flow more or less like. And just it's kind of kind of poppy but jazzy, and it just like it's it's cool. Like I like that. Like you know, yeah, that's it. It's got that kind of laid back, slightly jazzy feel. It reminds me of Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great slick. Yeah, exactly that kind of thing going yes. on, which is cool. It's a great tune, man. I actually put it on a. I'm I'm doing a playlist for my aunt's wedding. Uh, which is in the summer. I hope it's still on. I don't right. know. <laughs> but it's supposed to be in the summer. I think I'm going, it's supposed to be going to the stag deer in a couple of months. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it, it's just a absolutely, you know, fantastic, brilliant build-up kind of slow dance, Pulp Fiction type tune. Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, I say slow dance. I mean, it's kind of, you know, more of a kind of jive almost, a slow jive. I don't know, is that a thing? Anyway, it's a great, great tune. <laughs> Uh, these guys are brilliant. I think these guys, um, I think I might be right in saying they're in quarantine at the moment. So I uh, hope obviously everything's well and all the rest of it. They are over in uh, Austria. Austria. I'm Austria. pretty sure Austria yes. is on some yes, sort of Austria, lockdown. Sure. So obviously we are sending good vibes and, and wishing them all the best. But um, yeah, it's I, I, I they definitely mentioned that there was a bit of, you know, sitting outside or on a balcony or whatever and singing to the street going right. on, which sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm totally down for that idea. <laughs> yeah. I tried it. I, you know, I, I started singing out my window and, you know, it's not the same in England. My neighbors just told me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized, you know, I should have just sung The Killers or something because that's what everyone fucking likes it. <laughs> Or sex is on fire or something. Oh, oh my god, I hate that song. Oh, oh don't. Mr. Brightside and Sex is on Fire are like for me, if any of those songs play on a night out, that's the night out ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I can't recover from that shit. I'm gonna have to get wasted to forget they played. <laughs> <laughs> well man, it's it's like it's like walking to work at, at four in the morning or you know, all stuff's going on and that 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 insult to injury uh, fucking Nickelback's playing in the radio, right? <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, thanks a lot. What do you mock me? <laughs> so you say that, right? I, I completely agree, just to caveat what I'm about to say, but uh, one of my best friends that I've known since school, since we were 11, um, his first gig was Nickelback. And to this day, he's like, they were amazing and no one can ever take that away from me. I'm like, okay, fair oh, enough. Sure, yeah, but absolutely, man. Totally not my thing. But then I've seen some great bands with him uh, that we that we both like and it's just like, yeah, fair, you know, whatever. Well, you know, man, I, I, I didn't like them from the beginning. So I, I, I didn't jump on, on that bandwagon. Like, I mean, from the time they first came out, I did not like them pretty. I was like, uh, no. You know, like, it's like, not down, in, uh, down, down with this whatsoever. Well, if we, if we're gonna do, I didn't like them before they were banned. I thought they were horrible children. <laughs> oh man! But, but <laughs> no, I'm with you. I never really—it wasn't really my thing. But, Whereas but, there are other bands that I've turned on, and I felt like I was sort of followed a wave. Like I, I really, genuinely, to this day, still think the first two Coldplay albums are brilliant. Oh, um, no, the second, I agree. The second one doesn't get enough recognition, but most people kind of think the first ones are right. But uh, genuinely no. brilliant, and then. 
I was one of the people that just went downhill from there. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I know, eh? But no, I know, I agree. A rush of blood to the head is 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 is, is a phenomenal album. Like, I, I love that album. And, oh, it's amazing. And, Green Eyes, beautiful, yeah. beautiful tune. It's so underrated. And then, then uh, X and Y. X and Y was really good because that was, that was more or less, that was kind of somewhat comparable to when Radiohead went from like Pablo Honey to OK Computer to Kid A. Yeah, you see, X X and Y was the one that I'd never, I didn't really give it a chance. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know why. Just I think there was a single off it. I was like, meh, yeah, it's enough. okay. And then I don't think I've heard apart from the odd single that occasionally comes out, which I can't tell apart. I don't think I've heard anything since. But but yeah, parachutes and a rush of blood to the head for me were yeah. just like these really good albums. This is a great band. Um, I think the first time I heard Parachutes, I wasn't that into it, but that was because my brother really liked it and I just didn't like anything. <laughs> <my brother. laughs> but once I actually listened to it, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good actually. <laughs> but, and then A Rush Blood to the Head is just, I think, I mean, You know what? One of my favourite songs, I probably, probably my, the, the, probably the favourite song of, of uh, A Rush of Blood to the Head it is uh, God Put a Smile on Your Face just because it's such a catchy tune and just even the drum beat when it really starts kind of laying into it, it's just really good because you know it starts off like just just kind of good like three four timing. You know, where do we go? Nobody knows. You know, I've got to say I'm on my way down when God gave me style and gave me grace you know, and put a smile on your face. And then then you know, yeah, when you work it out, I'm just like you. It just but just the beat tempo picks up and slowly picks up like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass tune, love it. Like I just, it's like, a great tune. Who would have thought that this evening we'd be singing Coldplay live? Right. <laughs> I love this show. It's so random. <laughs> um, that was amazing, by the way. Oh, oh. kudos to you. Um, yeah, I can't remember where we started this conversation, but what's next? Well, sure. So next up, uh, where are we in the list? Okay. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. This is a great band. Um, you sent it uh, via um, uh, White Lines, and these uh, guys are from or are signed, we signed to Quick Fix Records. Oh, yeah. Nice. And this is a badass band, and this is like, I really like this one. And it was kind of cool because Mike forwarded the song, and then we got the email like right after from Quick Fix. So, That's right. <laughs> yeah, so it's a band called Suicide Notes. It's song's called Mama Sang the Blues. Dig this.
Right on, and definitely applause Nia for that one. That was Suicide Notes with Mama Saying the Blues, and I'm sorry, I'm just fishing between that right now. I apologize. Uh, I was... I stepped out away for a minute, and I forgot my phone for a tweet, so I apologize for tweeting it right now, so I'll be up in a moment. But it was a good breakdown, and following uh, a certain song, I, I just love the connection, uh, just the, the kind of slow, kind of, but pick up with the blues, and I just, man, uh, it's an easy one to, to, to sing to, or, and it's very, very catchy, to say the least. And, you yeah. know, it, it could potentially be like a campfire kind of, kind of um, a tune as well. Oh my god, it's like you stole my <laughs> thoughts and said them. God damn it, I have nothing original to say now. Wigs! <laughs> <laughs> For the win! Um, <laughs> you're so spot on. It is a proper campfire tune. It's absolutely brilliant. I love the gravelly, bluesy voice. I love the, um, uh, I mean, that Black, uh, Black Roll Motorcycle Club album, Howl. Um, you know, which, which I think their drummer went into rehab or something, and so it's all acoustic. It's got that kind of really bluesy roots vibe, but modern day. It's got fucking hand claps in it, I think, unless I'm very much mistaken. It's just brilliant. <laughs> like, absolutely brilliant. That's a cool tune, man. It's a real good tune. Speaking of, speaking of brilliant, and I, I saw I saw a meme for this tune, and I forgot to save it, but. Uh... Uh, Dave from Grasscutter and the Quaco Project. He just sent me this this DM. It says apparently unaware of the coronavirus. Dot dot dot. Nickelback have carried on as normal, continuously uh, uh, trooping around or choking around, playing empty steams week after week. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you Godfrey. Awesome. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh man, I, I wish uh, I, I wish I could find. Uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, uh, Chris Mack is participating in the show again tonight uh, via Facebook Messenger. It's a definitely campfire with a guitar and beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Then, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just like I say, I've, I've seen that meme before, but it's pretty funny, and uh, that's what the show is all about tonight. Just not just good music, but just to have a good time. And like I said, if I get a chance, like oh, I'll get those other clips because. Uh, part two, like we promised last week, is going to be pretty trippy. So you're going to come on an adventure. I, I call, we'll call it a journey with us uh, through some of these these tripped out songs and times we we we're living in right now. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So if I can find it, if I can, oh, I know I, I should say that I know I can find it if I got time. If I can record real quick, um, I do uh, for opening for part two. I would like to get uh, uh, David Duchovny's rant. When he's on the Simpsons for for uh, for X Files, so oh like, yeah, like somewhere out there, the truth is the truth is no, no. <laughs> it's going on for about three minutes, and they stop because Mo and help a bunch of people they have Shabu like ah oh, crap, it's the feds, unlikely, <laughs> <laughs> and they're carrying this like how many ton whale up up their heads, you know, <laughs> and he just stops and just looks, you know, it doesn't say anything, he just looks over. <laughs> <laughs> actually i'm gonna tell you so i, I was gonna say something but well, i'm gonna say something else yeah. i don't know why i'm um, anyway um the thing i was gonna say actually was just um uh, no i'm gonna say that later no, the thing <laughs> i'm gonna say now just on because it's completely related and you just sparked something but um i watched uh for the first time since i was eight i watched with my eight-year-old free willy this afternoon oh no way <laughs> of Wales and my god that's an emotional film <laughs> like, 
there was a bit in the middle where we were basically just both sitting there sobbing. It was like, <laughs> oh my god, the, this is awful. <laughs> and, then, and then obviously it's got a great ending and stuff. But man, honestly, that yeah. is that is a roller coaster ride right there. Uh, I tell you that. Yeah. Young, young Elijah Wood, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know. But yeah, it's uh, wow. Um, Honestly, if you you know if you're looking, obviously a lot of people are staying at home now and looking for things to do. Watch Free Willy, Jesus! I think it's on Netflix. Oh. Uh, just oh man, that's a trip. I tell you, that's two hours that you won't get back. But you you know you, yeah. you feel a lot of things, but you feel good at the end of it. I think so. <laughs> you, just, you, you just wasted five minutes of my life. Oh, I'd <laughs> waste them many ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> just, just a couple of things before we get to our next song here, and it's uh, um, somewhat based off that. And uh, oh, surprise, surprise! I lost my train of thought. Damn it! I should have said it earlier, but not a big deal. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. We'll come back to it. It's not a big deal. We we have a whole show to have fun and, and sidetrack and remember our, our quote unquote lost thoughts, which are obviously not that important. Just kind of funny, like after that. Oh, I should have said that. It's like, damn it! Why did I say that then? Because. <laughs> but what are you gonna do right all good so exactly next up um we have let's see oh next up is the new ghost sons song called on off take this Strangers in 
on Ghost Sons and on off. Uh, I like that uh, that that electro pop um, kind of synth pop feel to it. I mean, I know that was pretty much throughout the song, but it had almost like a dirty feel to it and uh, a little bit of kind of eighties kind of mixed down there as well. But I really enjoyed that because of that reason. I mean, they they really did well the song and the vocals were great. But yeah, I just love that. Just it just that whole bunch of different mixes, like I said, a little bit, excuse <coughs> me for lack of better words, dirty sounding, a little bit of 80s kind of twinged in there, and it just, that the synth pop, electro pop kind of mix in, and yeah, it was a great tune. Yeah, man, I love that. I was I was, I was, was going with electro rock, yeah, I guess, electro, yeah, I don't know how you describe that, because it's kind of well, everything that you just said. <laughs> <It's like electro-rock. laughs> Cynthia and whatever it's cool it's really good it's a great driving kind of tune and um, weirdly i just tweeted uh, oh it's got a bit of a cranberries thing going on and then chris mack messaged me and said uh almost similar to cranberries oh, <laughs> similar yeah, yeah. So, ah, it's not just me then so that's good but yeah <laughs> spot on it's got that kind of vibe to it which is it's got a bit of a dolores thing going on in the voice yeah. as well which is probably makes the comparison easier but yeah that's a cool tune man i'm a big fan of that one um, just speaking speaking of uh, of Dolores, you've seen that Seinfeld, right? You couldn't remember her name, and it rhymes with your body parts. Like, oh, Dolores! Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 he, he, he always fights because he couldn't remember her name. He's like, because she says, you don't know my name, do you? He's like, uh, Mulva? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then she walks away and so she walks through so it's like oh Dolores Dolores so there's a quick little sidetrack but next up and we're gonna keep moving oh yes um, we didn't get a chance last weekend <laughs> but no man this is great this is brand new Sober Moon aha yes so this is a brand new single called Linger dig this
Right on. Sombra Moon with Lingered. That's her newest single. And, man, this is great. Because, uh, uh, granted, we haven't played them in a few months, but we have played them. And uh, this is a great tune. And when I got sent this, I was like, oh, awesome. So excited because I got this. It's either, it either just before NMS last week or during. And uh, so I got to download the whole thing. And so I'll be playing. And I did mention, and we will have them on again soon, that we should do another interview because we had a fun time the last time. So... Uh, soon enough, we will set up an interview with Amanda and Steve, who are Sober Moon. That was our newest single, Lingered, and it's a badass tune. And we have some cool remixes of the song as well, which is sent in the file for us. So thank you for that. So we will more than likely get to those in the next few weeks or so. But a great tune, and the vocals are awesome like normal. And, man, uh, you just with, with Amanda, you, you, you never know. Like, man, she always surprises you. Like, seriously, man, if you think of the last few songs to this song, like... Her range is just like it's it's I, I I it's been it's been pretty incredible because she she's more and more showing us what she can do vocally and like, like I said about Claire from Dandelion Charm uh, she's doing the same thing she's just going every different direction but she's just nailing it every turn and that's what's so awesome about it. it's so exciting because I just I just want to see where she's gonna go next. Yeah, I totally agree. This is a great feel good tune this whole these guys and um and this human condition both got me excited and into this sort of synth wave electro wave vapor wave whatever you right. want to call it <laughs> all variations on a theme but that that kind of um thing and then i think you know i think series like stranger things and and stuff like that probably got more people into it because it's sort of there's a there's a definite hark back to to that sort of era and this kind of uh, music but yeah it's fun and what i love about it actually is it's fun but it's also quite dark sometimes in the lyrics and stuff like that which is cool and um, but there's just something really well put together it's energetic you can dance to it but it does have that um you know, kind of 80s new wave goth thing going on, which is really, really cool. It's just brilliant. I mean, Somber Moon wrote one of the catchiest songs in the world ever, whose the name I can't remember, but I could, I'm not going to have the tune, but I can remember the, <laughs> I can remember the tune. Uh, you know the one I mean. What's the tune we always, you know, played loads of times? Oh, um, uh, um, not prayer. Uh, is it prayer? Yeah. There might be prayer, might be prayer, prayer rings a bell. I'm terrible at song names. And, uh, that's one of the songs, it's either prayer or just give me one more, like, I know I'll think of this. Um... No, it might be numb. It's prayer numb. or numb. No, it's, no, it's numb, that's right, it's, it's numb, you're right, absolutely it's numb. Yeah, um, but yeah, just, it's, honestly, it's one of the catchiest songs it hasn't got a very catchy title, as it turns out. <laughs> it has, but it's one of the catchiest songs <laughs> in the world. It's just absolutely genius. And then, yeah, they're coming out with stuff like this. And like you said, the range and the the way that has progressed and moved forward is excellent. But I really love it because it's kind of, there's elements of all sorts in there. I think there's a bit of culture club in there, which I'd never thought is something I would say on this show. <laughs> but I do, and I think that's a great thing um, amongst loads of other cool stuff. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. What a great band. Right on. So next up we have okay, cool. Okay, during this one, um I was I'm trying to get prepped up for the next few songs. So we have this one queued up and uh the goals one I'm gonna have to I think I'm gonna have to re-download to make it work properly, but that's fine because we got a bit of time. So next up is this was a last minute submission, uh 
pretty much last night. It was funny because <laughs> he tweeted. He says, he says, uh, goes how how or what what is the latest you can submit? That's like well tonight or, or early tomorrow morning. And Mike and put in uh, kind of backing me up too and saying, well, well if we can get to a we'll work it in. If not, then we'll put it next week. So he's like, okay, okay, cool. I'm pretty drunk right now. I was like, oh, awesome. So got, 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 got the email right away. So this is a great tune. So this is by Rise of the Ziggurat. Is, is that how we say it? That's how I say it. I don't okay. know if it's how, you, any, how you're supposed to say it, but that's well, definitely well, what I say. Well, until we're corrected, that's where we're going to say it. So And, and, then, <laughs> and then the song is called a, a, a Song for the End of the World. Dig this.
Right on. That was Rise of the Ziggurat. And that was a song for the end of the world. And I was just commenting to Mike at the end of the song that it really had a, a, a Weezer-ish sound and vibe to it. But just a great tune in general. Um, this, 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 I'm not sure if it's an actual project, but um, the, this, the composition of his songs are, are just... Trying to think of, of, of the best words to put this in, are, 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 are they're they're so well done, but they have that certain um, vibe to it, which continues throughout all of them, and it's it's not not just not necessarily just a, a style, but just the sound in general. You know, it kind of mixes again like some other bands do very well, which they mix in about five or six different genres in one and just clump it. But man, does it ever sound badass? And that's what I love about this guy. That's why when he we tweeted last night because when's the latest we some submissions in? I was like, you know what? I'm curious to what he had, what he, what he has for us, and I'm almost guaranteed I'm probably gonna play it anyways. Well, he heard it, I was like, oh, I'm so in. <laughs> 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 I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I heard, I heard the first three seconds. Like, man, I'm so in. Done. Like it's it's going into the file. It's going. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's cool. I mean, I I, I kind of uh, when I saw that tweet, I kind of thought we're going to end up playing this anyway because it's going to be good. But I thought I better set expectations here because we've got a whole load of music that's coming. And everything. I was like, well, you know, it might take a week. But similarly, I heard it. I was like, oh man, this is really good. <laughs> like, I know, so- right? so so good it's proper epic it's a fantastic um instrumental tune with loads of great melody uh loads of great um oh, i don't know what the word is but you know you know the, the chord progressions behind the melody make it sing it's that right. sweetness i've always said as a guitarist in particular i've always said to people and people don't always believe me but it's <laughs> can play a you know really fast or a really amazing or a really cool solo or whatever and you know, don't go wrong we do that and dick around on stage and stuff and it's fun but it's it's actually what you play against the backdrop that makes something so good that's why i love i've said For this sure. before on the show now, but there's a, there's a song by the datsuns called in love and the solo is like it's not very complicated but it's like the perfect guitar solo because it fits so beautifully with the chords that go behind it it's so great another example um, is about a girl about a girl is probably one of the easiest souls ever created but it flows very well right right exactly it's exactly it and it's just fine that but this this when you're doing instrumental there's a lot of okay how oh, yeah, does that yeah 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 rhythm and how does this work and and this is the perfect example of how you do that i could never write an instrumental um because i'd play two or possibly three if i was in a good mood uh chords over and over again and that's the verse and i wouldn't be able to do anything over it <laughs> so, <laughs> instrumental would just be a song with no lyrics <laughs> maybe not, sped up not, 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 not quite a pete townsend but close <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Like a Peter Griffin. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like a great great uncle, Jabba the Griffin. Oh dear. And anyway, you know how, however you say Ziggurat, it's a fucking great tune, mate. <laughs> and this is actually related music via Family Guy, which is awesome. And now, because I've seen it a couple of times, because uh, when uh, when uh, Em and I were watching uh, Pawn Stars, like, no, it's just. U.S. pawn shop in Vegas, and yeah. and uh, they had some music questions, right? And one was, uh, what was uh, Black Sabbath's original name? And it was like the Poco Street, Side Street Blues Band, something like that. I, was, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's something like that, but something Poco, anyways. But uh, 
the other names that came up is like, Wicked Lester. It's like, oh, that used to be Kit's name. Like, How'd you know that? It's like, well, actually, Family Guy. Because <laughs> cause Family Guy, cool. because Kids was, was doing that, that Eastern tour. So they were having it show up in, like, in, in Maine and Vermont, New York, sort of thing, right? And uh, Peter was squaring off with a guy. He's like, uh, was was uh, Kiss originally oh, Wicked Lester? No, like, well, uh, and that's why I know that, but still, it's still actually kind of a cool name. I much prefer Wicked Lester to Kiss, you know? Yeah, I reckon they would have been a very different and much better band. Well, right, eh? So. <laughs> but, but yeah, every... isn't it the Poker. I want to say it's the Poker Dot Blues band or the Poker. Something top... like that. Yeah, something like that. And then they were called Earth, weren't they, for a bit? Yeah. Oh, I and, and I and funny enough, you know, you know what Nickelback's initial name was? Uh, I'm gonna the, say Black Sabbath. The Village Idiot. They should have kept it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. No, I'm honestly 100 percent serious. They were they were initially called the Village Idiot. They should have kept that name. So, a Nickelback Canadian. Unfortunately, yes. Man, we've had to apologize for Celine Dion, <laughs> Brian Adams, and now Nickelback. So, I, I think I think we're done apologizing for some of the some of the crap no, we put on. Don't apologize for Brian Adams. I really like Brian Adams. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, we've done this before, but I do. I genuinely. I mean, I'm not saying I like all the Robin Hood stuff and all that. But I, I just about to say, if you, if you, so help me God, if you see, see everything I do, I do for you. I'm going to stop the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not really into that. That's not, I mean, I like the film, but no, that's not no, really. No, but, well, Kevin Costner, right, man? You can't go wrong. I mean, yeah, it's Waterworld, it's, right? So you know, <laughs> it's a great film, exactly. But what, no, no, I was thinking like the the Brian okay. Adams album that whoa, I whoa, whoa, still sorry, listen sorry. to. Ba- back up, the, uh... hold, hold on, pump the brakes here back for a second. Back up. What's a great Go movie? On. Robin Hood or Waterworld? Because I was joking, Waterworld. That's a horrible film. Oh man, <laughs> Waterworld is not a good. Film. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay, yeah. now sorry, we can move on now. Please, no, continue. sorry, just to be clear, no. <laughs> like, I kind of admire Waterworld for bothering to try to do that. And spend way too much money. Oh, my God, but isn't it just the most convoluted pile of steaming shit? That you've... Yeah, it, yeah that's, that's not a good film. No, 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 sorry, I was talking about <laughs> um, But no, I was going to say, that the Brian Adams that I, album that I still regularly go back and listen to is the mtv unplugged from about 97 i think it was um and it's brilliant it's it's, it doesn't play that song (laughs) but it plays loads of other brilliant songs that he's written over the years and it strips them back there's a brilliant and beautiful cello version of um 18 till i die which changes the whole song and makes it amazing and kind of somber uh, and it's cool it's just you know so anyway I, I that's that's my love for brian adams we've covered coldplay and brian adams yeah. Fuck knows who about the not, 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 not singing no brian adams I'll say that right now yeah I'll tell you what there's still no love for nickelback poor no, them no well like i said just from the, from the beginning it, it had nothing to do with family thing i just never liked them but that's all right so moving on uh the next song up is by a band called uh, Gulls, and the name of the song is Shame, Shame, Shame. So just before we play that, listen to this. <laughs> shame, 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 shame,
get anywhere we really have to start listening to it and, and to the voices that we have not listened to because I have to say that the sort of the, the dominant European white imperial voice has got us where we are and it's not a very good place to be right now.
That was punk at its best. Holy crap, man. Uh, they're right up there. I mean, there's such a good scene, man, with Idle Bones and Birdie's Baby. Like, wow. that the Yes, that was awesome, punk, man. Really enjoy that tune. Man, it's just brilliant. I, <clears throat> I think I've said before, but I, I, I put them on. Um, I'm so grateful they applied to, to play it um, off the record independent music festival last year and it was just like an easy choice to say yep you can have a slot and they were absolutely amazing um and just just like it's punk poetry at its finest and it's got a great message and it's very clear about what it stands for it's you know if you're a fascist fuck off which (laughs) most most friends are gonna go yeah fair (laughs) 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 um but it's but it's done brilliantly, and it you know it makes a brilliant point in in everything they do. It's very very poignant, um, but it's also fun and energetic, and all the great things that music also needs to be. Um, I'm a big fan, as as you know, of kind of I think music is political inherently. I think there's something that that connects the two. It doesn't mean it has to be, but it does mean that they are sort of intrinsically involved. So anything like that kind of makes me. You know, I feel much more passionate about that than I do about most love songs, for example, um, just because that's kind of my bag. So that, that kind of gets me going anyway. But just the fact that it's so well done and it's so brilliantly punky and so brilliantly, you know, poignant and to the point and no nonsense is just fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. And they're very, very talented songwriters and musicians. I love these guys, mate. Right on. Well, next up, uh, we're going to be playing a song by Ben. We got a chance to interview last Saturday. We talked to Andre from Cyanide Sunday, which is awesome. Nice. And yeah. uh, since uh, it's been pushed back because of what's going on, uh, they played it. Well, people need new music in this time, so they, they, they released uh, uh, their EP, um, was it The Club or At The Club Early? And so that's available right now on every streaming app possible. So Bandcamp, uh, iTunes, that sort of thing. And we have everyone but one song. So I will be buying my EP again today. And I will be buying some brand new uh, music by Tato, which we'll be playing next week as well. So I've been going nuts on Bandcamp, like buying up a lot of stuff. So I've been enjoying it. And speaking of which, speaking of Bandcamp, um, the reason why I wanted your address, Mike, is... You're going to have a gift coming to you in probably about a week, a week and a half. So what happened was, is I got an email, because I'm part of Bandcamp like you are, and I got an email from uh, Me Little Dead saying, oh, well, we're doing a backlog special plus a t-shirt <clears throat> for 25 pounds. I was like, that's fucking gold. So I got one for myself, and I got one for you. So you will have one yeah. in about a week. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely legend. Thank you, man. That's so, a brilliant present. So that that's that's what I was waiting. I was gonna tell you on air. So yeah, that'll be coming in about a week, depending on what's going on with the delivery service. But uh plus yeah, plus, right. plus plus free shipping because it was it was the bundle bonanza. So yeah, so you have Amazing. so you have a Neil Dead t shirt and their backlog their backlog of all the singles and the full album, which I may have dropped off you already, but you have the actual I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's a physical copy as well. But I will forward the email so you can can, can download the digital as well. Oh man, that's so but cool! Yeah. Thank you so much. That's so, brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's just uh, from 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 me, you, but uh, also like I'll call I'll call a late Christmas gift as well. So. Yeah, nice. No, yeah, yeah. I still need to send you your Christmas. It's gonna be next Christmas by the time I do that, isn't it? <laughs> Let's do that. But yeah, no, that's amazing, man. That's so cool. And actually, I Bandcamp did a cool thing yesterday as well. Oh yeah, they... all day that all all the Michael's the artist. 
Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's it. So, you know, they don't take a lot anyway. They take a, a relatively small percentage of, right. of what you earn. And I've played around with different, you know, websites and models and places. But the thing about Bandcamp I really like is it's actually a really good community. You know, I mean, one of our arms is up there for free and someone dropped $10 on it the other week. You're like, okay, thanks. <laughs> that's insane. Um, so it's, it's a really good place and I don't mind or loathe in any way giving them whatever it is 10 percent of the uh, the revenue normally but because of because a lot of bands obviously have you know not been able to to do gigs now and have cancelled stuff and all the rest of it they they did a day yesterday where they waved it on i, I right. think it's fantastic I think oh it's that really... was awesome I, I was happy to see that too and i uh, man let me tell you real quick like i said earlier when i talk about costco when we walked into costco and they were handing out toilet paper because apparently that's a huge commodity for some reason so people afford that but it was pointing <laughs> is People, they had workers hang out one for membership. Like, and, and when we walked up, I said, thank you guys, because I'm happy to see you. I'm glad you're doing this. It's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, we don't, you know, what I would say about in the UK is that the, the staff in the supermarkets are amazing. Yes. And they put up so much crap. Like, they really are genuinely great people. Um, I do think that the supermarkets themselves are thieving money grabbing bastards <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna hold back Hi-oh. on that like you know, the other day they've reduced it slightly now but the other day it was a maximum of five bags of pasta and you're like who needs five bags of pasta right? have you seen like that's that's just basically causing panic by that's going you can only have five and i goes oh my god i better buy five <laughs> Oh my god! And then today I walked in there. Actually, it was much better today. The shelves are much more. Full. Apart from there was no pasta still, which is really annoying because I eat a lot right. of pasta in this house. I'm gonna have to start yeah. making it. Yeah, but um, I walked in. There was one and a half kilograms of tea bags, right on the promo shelf on the right. you know, on the end of the aisle where they have all the promotions yeah. for like nine pounds whatever it is and you think I don't, I don't know what an average box of tea is but i'm going to guess less than 100 grams i'm going to guess you know 60 right. grams or whatever for one and a half kilograms of tea for like you know, nine pounds or something and good tea that i would actually genuinely normally <laughs> buy. actually i bought rubbish tea the other day because everyone panicked bought the tea that i liked i guess i'm not the only one that likes it one and a half and you're like i'm not buying i'm not buying into this because again like half of that shelf's empty because everyone's going oh my god maybe there's a shortage on tea i better buy some so i do think they are money grabbing bastards but um, it's i'm really pleased to hear that it's not everywhere and that costco yeah, are yeah. you know giving you know well, rationing that paper properly for... and making sure it's fair and not right well, they're, they're, taking, they're taking precautions, so they're, they're wiping every card before it goes in, into the grocery store, which is smart. And one line in, one line out, so it's just not normal, kind of free-for-all, right? And the grocery stores are, are, are putting a, a cap on how many you can take per person, but they don't have someone handing it out, so people are still, are still hoarding. And that's why on uh, Tuesday morning, I did that Facebook video uh, just saying, you know what, it's time to come together. Because you have to think that there, there, there's, there's no, first off, there's no reason to worry. Anybody, anybody should need the amount of toilet paper people are buying and hoarding. Like, seriously, I mean, I, I, a legitimate doctor said, if people are using the amount that people are buying, you would have to be going 180 times per day. And if that. that's the case, then maybe toilet paper is your biggest issue right now. Yeah, you got you bigger problems. <laughs> well, that, well that, that's right, eh? So, you know, let's think about the people less fortunate. Let's think about the people who, who live paycheck to paycheck. The people who, who have 
Netflix was just for one week, but can't get out or can't get the store. But you bought up all the crap they need because you're you're worried that things will be shut down for two weeks. I mean, that's just blows my mind. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, this is a crisis. People, we need to come together. We need to work together as, as one. You know, you know, help help the people that need the help. And, and just just think about others and not just yourselves. And it's not really that. It's the people that it's not necessarily an impulse buy, but it's just uh, just the, the panic buy. Because I did the when I said the video, I said remember the panic created by the media drives fear. Fear drives the panic, and then on top of that, that brings uh, irrational and sometimes illogical decisions that any of us could possibly make under the under those circumstances. So it's not. It's not a, a, a narrowing down. It's more of a generality that meaning any one of us are capable of making irrational decisions and illogical stuff and because of certain scenarios. But let's try yeah. to think clearly and let's work together. Let's put a, let's flatten this curve and get everything back on track. This is it. We, the problem is we all end up slightly buying into it because you see stuff that's well, empty. It's hard not to in some cases because it's so much in your face, right? It's right there, and everyone's got their own circumstance. And the thing is, like, I kind of get, like, I know it's, you know, there's a, there's a bit of a running joke about why the hell do people need so much time, <laughs> but I kind of get it because you think, well, if I'm going to have this really bad flu, then one of the things I'm going to be doing is blowing my nose a lot. So there's an element of, you know, I get why people, but you know, I buy 24 toilet rolls, I think it is, or whatever the big packet is. I buy one of those once every month or six weeks or whatever. And that's that's fine for a house of three people. That's yeah. more oh, than yeah. enough. However long that lasts, and you know, luckily the other week actually just just before. I mean, the, the shelves were starting to empty, but I we we were running out. And I just bought my usual. I didn't buy any more. I just bought what right. I usually bought. Yeah. Funnily enough, it's still going because we're still yeah. using it in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do kind of get it. Like you know. I'm not sure if I've said it on air before, but uh, Ms. Five, my, my wife, is uh, currently halfway through uh, a pregnancy. She's, yes. she's due in July, so uh, my second one uh, coming in July. But uh, but she last time she got this gestational diabetes, which is a form of diabetes you only get when you're pregnant, and she's got it again this time. So I now have to buy very certain and specific foods hmm. that she has to eat at very certain and specific times to make sure she doesn't, you know, hypo while she's pregnant or whatever the deal is. And it's weird, like, as soon as she, as soon as you get birth, you're not diabetic anymore. It's terrible. So, but, was it you know, the other just day, I, in a box? Yeah. <laughs> the other day, I had to go into the supermarket at 6 a.m. because any time I'd been there at any other point in the week, everything was gone. I was like, well, I have to feed my family here, well, guys. Yeah, exactly. And so you end up going, well, do I need to watch this in case I can't do it again? But actually, the worst thing about that was I turned up at 6, and as I was pulling up in the car park, I saw loads of people at the checkout. I was like, what the – the supermarket's supposed to open at 6. Turns out they open early, let you come in and fill your trolley, and you're just not allowed to pay for it till 6. So as soon as it went yeah. from 5.59 to 6, <laughs> everyone started – I was like, this is unbelievable. It's That's like a Saturday cool. afternoon – that's at 6 a.m. Oh, it's mental. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know I agree because what happened, because like I said, Tuesday I came home, I was finished work at 7 o'clock, the grocery opened up so at 7, so I was there by about 7.15, it's about, it's about a 10 to 15 minute drive from, from my work to home. So if you're popping there and see if you get anything and just seeing all the shelves empty still, I just, just still enraged and not... I didn't. I didn't say anything or anything because it's not the employee's fault. It's all these these panic buyers. So I walked in there and I walked out there, and I'm just I'm just mad. No, I just worked twelve hour shifts, and and uh, and uh, I'm just so I'm 
usually a little bit wound by that time anyway because they come home to get the dogs out for a long walk, that sort of thing. But I'm just so enraged, like, oh my god, this is driving me crazy. And then normally I wouldn't do it, but I did a Facebook video, but um, I did it tactfully because I wasn't trying to, I wasn't looking for likes or shares. It just kind of people to put stuff in perspective is more or less what it, what it comes down to. Yeah, and, it's a good <clears throat> message, which I think everyone needs at this time. And, so. you know, and I, I like I said, I, I kept it tactful because I wasn't trying to necessarily attack any anyone or any certain person, just kind of generalizing a little bit. And But it was nice to see that, uh, you know, uh, especially, especially my aunt, my aunt Lori, who is, who's, uh, who's the youngest of, of, of five and my mom's uh, youngest sister. And now they gave me the applause from her. She's a bit of a tough critic. So getting, getting her kind of backing kind of makes me feel a lot better, but it was just more or less just kind of spread the word. And this wasn't meant for like shirts, whatever. You, if you watch it, great. You get something for it, great. But I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm just looking for people to kind of put things back in perspective again and think of stuff logically as opposed to irrationally because we're panicked or feared of what potentially might happen. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, this is exactly it. And it's just, it's a good positive message that says, don't go crazy. <laughs> and you know what? This could be a better segue. And, uh, this is off the newest Cyanide, Cyanide Sunday EP, which is out now. They released it early, and Prish is called The Club. And this was not intentionally. The song's called Wake Up. <laughs> Dig this. <laughs> Thank you. 
Night Sunday with Wake Up, a very heavy charging tune off the new EP the club, and we got this. We we're fortunate to interview Andre from Sinai Sunday, the bassist, uh, last Saturday. It was a lot of fun, and can we listen on on all streaming apps as well as our website? But man, what a great tune! Awesome, loved it. Yeah, that's a fantastic. How did you describe? I think you just said we're a hard rock band, really. But yes, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hard rock. I still think there's a grungy thing going on in there. <laughs> um, fast pace, that one. Great, great tune. He was great fun, wasn't he? Andre last week. Yes, good he was. Absolutely. Obviously, technical difficulties meant that, well, it started with me <laughs> dropping a glass of wine on the sofa. And then uh, technical difficulties meant the rest of the show went completely well, downhill. But other than that, it was great. <laughs> well, no, it, was, up, it was a cool interview, man. Yeah, we're making fun. up right now. We do apologize, but we're, we're going forward and we're kicking some ass tonight. So we have uh, two more songs left for part one tonight. So next up is a band called Grace and Danger. And song's called Walk Away. And uh, Mike, if you remember uh, when South Park did take off on Mad Max, where uh, uh, Butters pulls down the hockey mask and all of a sudden they just walk away. You can end all of this. Just walk away. Like, <laughs> Well, that was amazing, dude. He sounds exactly the guy from Mad Max, but <laughs> but Butters is like, oh, well, well, all right, think like, just walk away. <laughs> so, little little sidetrack, funny, not like I do with music, but funny nonetheless. So here we go. Wow, hang on, hang on. I think wasn't Tina Turner in Mad Max Three? So there is a musical link there somewhere. Oh, there you go. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes. Shazbot, yes. Thunderdome or something, wasn't it? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go with Grace and Danger and Just Walk Away. Actually, it's called Walk Away, but I think this.
Right on, Grace and Danger, Walkway, and man, I love this band. This is probably one of my new favorites. Like, because uh, obviously our motto is discover your new favorite band on on MS. And man, these guys are awesome. Like, <laughs> I love the song. And uh, we will play, which we didn't play last week. Uh, we we had the instrumental version of it, but we'll replay the actual um, version of the song, which. Um, 
one moment since it's going to turn. Oh yeah, out. we got the instrumental one through, didn't right. we? Right, and there was, that was a mistake. Then, oh yeah, so. I don't know why that you got that. Yeah, yeah. So we we'll do that one. I but we will play that one next week. So we'll, we'll play the actual like uh, um, we'll call it uh, vocal version, I guess. Vocal <laughs> <Cool> version. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's cool. I, that, I really that was love play with guys. me. Play with me was the name of the song. Play with me. Right. How could we forget that? Right, eh? um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is brilliant. It reminds me, so um, some people I'm sure who listen to this will know, but Joe Bonamassa has like a side project called Rock. I was at the wrong round. I think it's Rock Candy Funk Party, not Rock Funk Party. <laughs> rock Candy Funk Party, um, which is absolutely outstanding. Like, I love Joe Bonamassa. He's a brilliant guitarist. He charges yes. way too much for tickets to his gigs, but apart from that, he is awesome. And I did see him once, just just before, just on the upward curve, just before he charged too much, oh. and he was fantastic. But I've never the main seen this. Role but... Is this one right? So yeah, yeah, but well, yeah, but he just his his kind of yeah, these okay, guys and this song in particular reminds me of his <laughs> soulful, funky side project which is awesome and it's great fun um they're brilliant uh it's nice to hear a song with lyrics <laughs> um, as well which is cool uh, yeah. um can i just i just want to give a quick shout out as Please. well because uh I, I had lots of nice messages saying oh congratulations and i, I suppose i had to, probably haven't announced it because i've made a big deal out of it but lots of nice messages just in the last 10 minutes saying congratulations on the new baby and stuff so thank you all very much and uh, in particular thank you to Stuart clack lewis who's listening in and he says uh, he's really enjoying himself at the moment because although um pebble still has to go to work uh, he's now working from home and just spends all day listening to music and drinking as much tea as he can possibly stomach <laughs> <laughs> that my friends is how you self-isolate <laughs> well just to break through our last song because of that we're gonna do this here we go again. There you go, Stu. Keep it up, buddy. So You got our... that so quickly. I didn't even tell you I was going to name check him. And you're like, ah, oh, Stuart, I've got this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, very prepared, buddy. So last... Uh... <laughs> Last song for part one of the night is the brand new Before They Are Hanged. This one's called The Ground Down. Dig this.
Right on. That was before they were hanging their newest one, Ground Down. And, man, that was, it was punk, but it was, like, punk alternative. So it was pretty fucking cool, man. Like, I love how they, they did that mix because when I was listening to it, you know, and I, I've, I've listened to this song quite a few times, and I was looking to it again. It's like, well, no, that's actually a really good mix. It's it's like, it's almost like not quite a mashup, and and but they did a fantastic job of melding it to and making it sound like just like well, like hard, heavy, right in your face, and it's very catchy. Love the tune. Yeah, man, it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic tune. It's proper punky, uh, proper just. Yeah, in your face, cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, this is good. And like you said, it's like that kind of alternative vibe going on in the background, but it's a little bit shouty and it's fast paced. And it's, I tell you what it is, it's a brilliant way to end part one. And I'm excited, uh, more than excited, I'm thrilled uh, about part two that's coming up very, very shortly because we've got some great, great stuff. Oh, going man. On. Yeah, it's going to be tripped up to say the least. Yeah. So, um, uh, to kind of kind of guys out of part one, we got uh, two things right here. So first off is uh, a good pal Krieger from Archer <laughs> with the ant laser. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no problem. I'll pull the one up here, so this is the one I was meant to play. And <laughs> this is what we had to play Memory here. Memory banks right? of the supercomputer. Sorry about that, folks. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krigger out! If you own a pair of Skechers, this ad is not for you. This ad is for those who never tried Skechers. For the few who've never experienced the otherworldly comfort of Skechers air-cooled memory foam. Never floated across the ground on comfort pods or experienced Skechers seamless knits. You're missing out. That's like never petting a puppy. So we've made this ad for you in hopes of showing you the light. Sketches Live comfortably. Available at Sketches stores or online at Sketches.com or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Problems. It's human nature to hate problems. But why is that? After all, problems inspire us to mend things, bend things, make things better. That's why so many people work with IBM on everything. From city traffic to ocean plastic. New schools to new energy. Flight delays to food safety. Smart loves problems. IBM. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash smart slash UK to learn more.